Hey, you two been married three months. How come Ned isn't housebroken yet? Oh, I've tried, Rosie. Welcome to the House Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Miller. Join me as I talk about my life as a house husband and stay-at-home dad. This is episode five. Topics covered today will include, I know you're listening, division of labor, and photo no-show. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming back. This is, of course, the House Husband Podcast. My name is Cameron Miller, and uh, today we're going to talk about some cool stuff. First off, uh, thank you so much. I can't say that enough to everybody. Thank you for listening to this show. It makes my heart swell with joy. So, uh, But to start off, let's do this. Because most parents want the truth, but they can't handle the truth. Um, most of you listening know me in real life. And some of you have asked, why can't we find photos of your son on Facebook or Instagram? Well, here is a multi-part answer to that question. Um, and it... it boils down to, I'll give you the short version up front, boils down to personal choice. Um, I I believe a, a certain way, my wife believes similarly, and that's why we have not posted photos online. I plan on posting a few here in the next couple weeks, but right now, if you were to look at my social media feeds, you wouldn't know that I am the father of a child. So, uh, reason number one is privacy. Yeah, it might feel a little strange that I worry about the privacy of myself and my family because I have a show that you're listening to that my life and our family is the primary material that I use to produce the show. Um, But I see a big difference in talking about the funny things that happen in my life or that my son does and posting photos and videos to the internet and releasing them for the world to see. Uh, Even if you have your social media settings um, such that only select people can see your feed, once something is posted to the internet, you should assume that it's A, there forever, and if it's on the internet, then uh, B, somebody can and probably will see it. And you don't have control over who that somebody is. Uh, and I don't know if you've been on the internet lately, but some of the folks uh, out there are not awesome. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is burnout. We all know the type. A happy mom or dad just can't stop posting pictures of their precious little one. And I'm not trying to shame anybody. Post as much as you want or as little as you want. Uh, what I don't want to happen is that um, there are so many pictures hitting my followers feeds and they're getting so many notifications that they stop caring when I post stuff because it's probably just another baby pic and I've seen a billion of those. So I know that people get burned out uh, when they see hundreds of uh, photos. I know I do and I've talked to other people that feel the same way. So uh, reason number two, burnout. Third reason uh, is the future. I don't know how my posts could affect my son's future. Uh, potential employers, future girlfriends, 
spouses, probably just one spouse, hopefully, I don't know, maybe you'll get divorced nine times, um, could formulate a bias based on what they see on the internet. And maybe the photos I'm taking when he's small and in the bathtub and running around that I think are super cute are not the things that he wants them to see right off the bat. So trying to think about the future. So that's reason number three. Uh, reason number four and five get a little dark. Um, there's this thing out there called digital kidnapping. If you haven't heard of this and you have kids, you need to look it up. Um, there are some scary people out there. And thanks to the internet, they have even more dark corners to lurk in than ever before. Um, and I'd like my uh, son's image to not uh, be in those dark, scum-filled places. So I'm not going to go into details here, but if you have kids and you don't know what digital kidnapping is, look it up. You'll be horrified. But that's the world we live in. So... Uh, reason number five is real-world danger. Um, I worked for a number of years in the financial industry, and we had a lot of training on how to protect people's identities because I had access to all the personal information I could ever want. If I was a bad guy, that I was, it was right there on my screen every day, at my fingertips, I, I, you know, I could do a lot of harm with that data. And there's people out there that want that data. And one of the things that they taught us about is how a, a person only needs a few things to start getting your information out of corporations, out of your bank, out of these supposedly very secure places. And the really scary thing is that a lot of us put those few things that we need right up on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram. Things that are supposed to be secure suddenly aren't secure. So, for instance, most of us take photos on a smartphone nowadays. One of the things that these devices do, and usually by default, you have to go in and turn it off, uh, if you don't want it, is they encode your photos with all kinds of data, including uh, location, sometimes uh, GPS coordinates, which are accurate down to like three feet or something ridiculous. Like they're, they know exactly where you're at. Uh, the time of day, they even have facial recognition markers. My phone knows when I take a picture of my wife, for instance, and it puts it in the same folder as all the other photos of my wife. So... That's a lot of data that if somebody gets a hold of the file, uh, which isn't terribly hard to do if you're posting it on the internet, they now have all of this data about where you live in real life, where where you are certain times of day. Um, so now your, your schedule is known. Um, so combined with that data clues that are often unintentionally in the background, like your house number or a street sign or your kid's school. People, smart people, but bad people, uh, can get all the information that they need. And these predators could potentially find my family in real life. So 
For those five reasons, privacy, burnout, the future, digital ki- digital kidnapping, can't talk tonight, and a real-world danger, uh, I choose not to uh, post a lot of pictures in general of myself or my family on social media. Now, I didn't share this to freak anybody out, uh, just to simply explain why if you are following me, you don't see pictures of my son. Um, I just haven't <laughs> put him out there uh, for the reasons uh, aforementioned. If you feel differently about posting pictures online, that's fine. I I feel strongly about it personally, but I it doesn't upset me when other people do it. All of us get to make that choice for ourselves, and it isn't anybody else's job to judge us for that. So, uh, I mean, you probably are feeling like this. That certainly was an interesting series of words that just tumbled out past your teeth and lips. But frankly, my dear sponge, I don't give a barnacle. And that's okay if that's how you feel. Um, I just wanted to share so that everybody that's listening knows uh, my opinion. Anyway, on to uh, a happier subject. Uh, Why don't we have a joke? You guys want another dad joke? Here it goes. What do you call a sleepwalking nun? You ready for it? A Roman Catholic. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) I like that one. Um, Doesn't matter uh, my views on the Catholic Church or on any other religion. I think that's a funny play on words. So, all right, let's... uh, Like I said, jump into a brighter subject. Division of labor. Um, I want to try an experiment. Uh, Make a list of all the chores around your house. Um, It could be a short list. It could be a really long one. Now think about who around your house normally takes care of that chore. Uh, Be honest while you're doing this. Sometimes there's chores that I want to think are 50-50 split between my wife and I, and they're probably not. She's handling the lion's share of several. Um, But if you are like my wife and myself, uh, you'll probably find that some division of labor exists uh, between these various chores that have to be done. Uh, It's probably a good thing. One person shouldn't have to do everything all of the time. That would be very oppressive, and we won't go into that. Now that you have this list, what I recommend um, is looking through it and asking why does she do that and I do this one, kind of label who does what. My wife and I most of the time make these divisions of labor without actively communicating about it. For instance, I load the dishwasher, she unloads it. I don't know why. We didn't talk about it. It just happened. We're nine years into our marriage, well, almost nine. Um, nine years into our marriage and I load the dishwasher and she unloads the dishwasher. Can't tell you why. So, maybe those things happen to you too. Now that you have your list and you've gone through and marked everything and thought about it and maybe had a few uh, revelations already, um, find one or two things on the list that for whatever reason are the other person's quote-unquote responsibility. And I want you to do them instead. 
So if we took the example of uh, my wife and I and the dishwasher, I would unload the dishwasher as well as loading the dishwasher. This isn't a, a swap per se. Um, I would just jump in and do the thing that I normally leave for her or that she normally does first before I even think about it. I jump in there and I do that thing. Uh, don't tell the person that you're going to do this. Just do it. Preferable uh, to do that before they get a chance to think about it. You know, if they go to do the task and it's already done, that would be ideal. So uh, chances are it won't take you much extra time to do this, but the impact could be enormous. Uh, try it out for a week. Take a couple different things each day or do the same things for the entire week. One or two things is all. And let me know what happens. I'm curious to find out if the results that you get are similar to what happens when I do this. Sorry, I had to cough there. All right, uh, so that's an experiment that that I want everybody to try, okay? Love of chocolate, you must love chocolate. Everybody loves chocolate, say you do, say. I don't know why that's in there. I just have it. Um, but it does point out to me as I'm looking at the wave file of this lovely recording that I need to spend some time and fix some of my audio files because my voice is loud. The audio file I just played was very quiet. So, and I don't, I still don't know if the background music is where I want it yet. So, still some tweaks. Um, to happen, which leads me to um, my next topic, which uh, I, I have to start with this. I know you're listening. I have proof. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone who has downloaded the podcast. I am pleasantly surprised uh, at how many have. I logged into the hosting site today and saw that this podcast, this very one that you're listening to, has more than 50 downloads. Okay, that might seem like a small number, but it sincerely filled me with joy. Uh, so thank you. Please keep listening. Tell your friends. I would also love to hear from all of you. Um, I know you're listening, so this is your chance to talk back to me. Send me ideas for the show. Tell me what you think of the show so far. Disagree with me on any topic. If you think the jokes that I tell are terrible, tell me. If you think that my opinion on posting photos to social media is total bullpucky, tell me that too. Anything you want to say. Whatever you want to say, I want to hear it. With that being said, if you would like to contact me, you can email househusbandpodcast at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at Cameron W. Miller. The show is at Podcast Husband on both Facebook and Twitter. Uh, as always, a special thank you to my wife. Uh, she is amazing and I want to just thank her for giving me the opportunity to be a dad and a husband. I couldn't do any of this without her. That's it for tonight, everybody. Uh, remember to hold your loved ones close. Until next week, folks. Have a great night.
The House Husband Podcast is copyright 2019. All views presented are for entertainment purposes and are not substitute for professional medical advice. If you would like to support the podcast, email househusbandpodcast at gmail.com. To learn more about the show, visit the website at househusbandpodcast.podbean.com. 